3: very busy this past weekend, we had not only a UFC show, but the retirement of one of the greatest fighters who ever lived, Khabib Magomedov, after his 29th straight win in his career, never defeated, never in trouble. He made short work of Justin Gaethje, and then he took off his gloves and he laid them in the middle of the ring and he said that he was done. His father, who had been his trainer, passed away earlier this year. And Khabib basically said that his mother did not want him to fight without his father. He did not want to fight without his father. He flat out said, this was my father's dream. And he almost didn't take this fight with Justin Gaethje. But he decided that he was going to take it. And he promised his mother that win, lose, or draw, this was it. It was the end. Suffice to say, he won. He destroyed Justin Gaethje. Looked like one of the greatest fighters of all time, which he was. Made short work of him. And then he retired in the middle of the ring. He'd had a very, very difficult camp. He got the mumps. He broke a toe. And apparently he told his trainer that, My toe is broken, but my mind is not. And a lot of people, when they have made up their mind that they're going to retire, and this is their last fight, they don't do very well. Oftentimes they do terribly. But not Khabib. He won the fight, and now he is retired. title is vacant. We could talk about UFC last night. Also on the big screen at the moment is the WWE Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. It is kicking off in less than one hour, moments after this show goes off the air. How convenient. We'll give you the entire card for the show, which ain't much. Five matches on the main show, one match on the pre-show. Plus there was the Impact Wrestling pay-per-view last night. Lots of news coming out of that show and so much more. We'll kick it off after the break on Observer Live.
1: 877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Yes, we are going head-to-head with the actual WWE version of a Hell in a Cell Pre-Show. Ours is gonna be much better. Although we don't have Charlie Caruso. Yeah. But on the other hand, we also don't have Booker T, so
4: it all evens
3: out. How about Rosenberg? He got me here to play the role of Charlie Caruso. Oh my. Well listen, I gotta I gotta get something out of the way, then we'll get in all the news here. If you have been missing Jim Valley, as we all have. I want to direct you either during a commercial break or after the show or even right now. Go up to the front page of WrestlingObserver.com and absolutely free for all of you is a special six minute interview that I did today with the actual Jim Valley. And it's kind of hard to hear. His voice is not perfect yet, suffice to say, but he's talking. He's eating ice chips. He may be listening right now. And the news is trending in a very, very positive direction. He's hoping maybe he might be able to be home by Thanksgiving. He'll tell you a little bit about everything that he went through, but not a lot because, quite frankly, as he notes, he doesn't even know. As his wife Carrie noted, she's got a lot that she's going to have to tell him when they get home. Because one day he just woke up and there he was. But he's got a lot of physical therapy to do. I believe his legs, I was told, by either him or his wife, I can't remember, are the size of his wife's arms. He's lost lots of weight, 145 pounds, I believe they said. But they're doing some physical therapy and they're doing some, uh, I guess it's occupational therapy and some speech therapy. And while it's a little bit difficult to hear everything that he's saying, the fact of the matter is, sounds like Jim Valley. And he... I talked to him for the first time last night, and it was over his cell phone. And unfortunately, with the cell phone audio quality, I could not hear. I mean, if he said a thousand words, I heard five of them. But I could hear. I couldn't hear what he said, but I could hear how lively he was. He he sounds exactly like Jim Valley. So it's all very very good news, and you can go up right now and you can check it out. Very excited about that, and. Hopefully we can have some Jim Valley check-ins on a pretty regular basis from this point forward. I literally learned yesterday that he was he was up in and DMing and texting and and communicating and once I heard that I I sent a message, I got a message back. The ball was rolling and here we are. So, I was very very happy to do that interview. I know very people are very happy to hear it, so check it out. Absolutely free. Up at WrestlingObserver.com.
4: Absolutely incredible. Just very inspirational. Uh, just awesome. The outpouring of love that came out for Jim and Jim pulling the strap down and, and going to town and sounding like he's going to be back and he will be back better than ever. And it's going to be awesome when he can check in. So really looking forward to it and just a really a really awesome surprise this morning.
3: All right, so we got a lot of news. I guess we should start with Hell in a Cell because the pre-show is on right now. I know everyone wants to hear about all the other news. We will get to it here. So as of right now, we have five matches announced for this pay-per-view. Five. May I repeat that? Five matches announced for the pay-per-view. When Raw went off the air, we had four matches. And I said, well, SmackDown, I'm sure we'll get a bunch of other matches on SmackDown. We got one, which is Otis versus Miz. And that's it. They've added R-Truth and Drew Gulak. Does anybody on the planet care about that match? That's the pre-show match. And then five matches on the pay-per-view. I'm skeptical that all of these matches are going to be given a half hour, especially Otis versus The Miz and Jeff Hardy versus Elias. We do have three Hell in a Cell matches: Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, and Bailey versus Sasha Banks, all inside the cell. So they are going to get it in there in the Thunderdome somehow. But man, five matches for a for a two hour and forty five minute pay per view or whatever it's going to be. I mean, what can I say? It's World Championship Wrestling. <laughs> Now, what would you add to this? I mean, there's a lot of
4: things you could add to this. You know, you've already made the mistake of bringing back Daniel Bryan without a lot of fanfare and making a big deal out of his first match back. Do you just go ahead and continue that trend and and end up not continuing to hype his return and just throw him on a match here against Sami Zayn or something like that?
3: Could you see him doing something like that? Dude, I don't know. I mean, there's a million things. You could do another Seth Rollins and... Murphy match, which they threw away absolutely free there's no on tag SmackDown match on with here. no build. You could do, uh I mean, we had the tag match the four-way. You could do two of those. T- I mean, there's a million things that they could have announced on SmackDown, but they just didn't. They just did a show, which I, I had a lot of people. And listen, there have been some SmackDown shows that I enjoyed, and I kind of felt like I was on an island because it seemed like nobody else enjoyed it. Now it's the other way around. The SmackDown show on Friday, I heard from a lot of people that really liked that show. Did I watch that show, and it was like, yeah, there was a couple of good things on it, but, I mean, dude, the trial was so dumb, and it had just the worst payoff imaginable. You had Daniel Bryan wrestling a match without, I mean, they didn't even advertise it on their Instagram or whatever. I mean, it was just zero advertisement whatsoever, Daniel Bryan's first match since, I think they said June. Well, it's been a long time. I mean, the match was really good, but why do you just throw that away on FS1? The last time they were on FS1, that showed it 888,000 viewers. And you're going to give away Daniel Bryan's first match in three months away for free and not even advertise it? But, Bryan, I mean, even if you're going to do something like
4: that, Try to make a big deal out of the fact you're going to FS1 and at least hype it up. You know, hey, you, you know, you may be watching the World Series on the other channel, but remember when the Giants won and everybody was chanting, yes, it was because of this guy. Watch Daniel Bryan in his first match back after or whatever it is, his first appearance on the KO show, which could have led into him. You know, you could have actually hyped something about him appearing on the show. They didn't do any of that.
3: We had, we had Shorty G getting brutalized by Lars Sullivan. And then he quits, and he says he's back as Chad Gable. I know this probably excited people, but, I mean, what do you guys think is going to happen right here? Mm. I mean, the reason he became Shorty G was because everybody was beating him up. He became Shorty G. Now it's the exact same thing to go back to Chad Gable. I mean, I mentioned on Twitter, start the three-week countdown. We'll see if he gets three weeks. But, I mean, he wasn't an Olympian. He wasn't everything that he said he was going to be when he faced Lars Silva. He just got squashed. We had the Bailey Sasha thing, which was absolutely ridiculous. So last week, they're going to do a contract signing and Bailey just says, I don't want to wrestle you. I'm not going to sign the contract. So they announced, okay, well, on SmackDown this Friday, we're going to do the contract signing again. Well, they didn't. Bailey comes out. She says, I'm not going to sign it. Sasha comes out and says, and I quote, sign the dumb contract. Bailey won't sign it. So Sasha attacks her. She assaults her. She tries to kill her, and in the middle of trying to kill her, she forces her to sign the contract. I know it's pro wrestling, but it's the very definition of under duress. I mean, there's no way Bailey should have to have this match. On a show where they actually did a courtroom angle.
4: Hey, 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 Adam Pierce has got important things to worry about, like if he heard Shorty G write about quitting. Yeah, that's, It was much more important for him to find out that information
3: than to send anybody out there to break up the assault. I mean, the Rollins-Murphy match was really good, but unadvertised. I mean, the storyline's been going on for months, and they just wrestle on SmackDown. On FS1. 888,000 viewers. Don't even build it up. The Roman thing at the end I thought was very, very good. I mean, that's like the, the best thing on the show is anything involving Roman Reigns and, and Jeyus at this point. It's and by really the way, good. the whole, the whole courtroom thing, I mean, it's so easy. Miz should argue. That there was a money in the bank match. You've got to climb a ladder and get the briefcase to win. Otis didn't do that. Someone else did that and he just caught it. And JBL then says, you're right. At the pay per view, we're going to do another ladder match. Otis, if you want your briefcase, you actually have to climb and get it this time. Instead, JBL is about to rule in favor of Otis. Miz gives him a briefcase full of money. He pays off the judge. And the judge rules for Miz And signs them to a singles match Bro Back in a moment Observer Live
1: visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Right in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. We are joined by Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Waiting for this pre-show match to start. I can't wait for this one. Our truth and Drew Gulak. The 24-7 title. What a kickoff a kickoff match for this show. That's what we're getting. Who do you think comes out of the uh, kickoff with the title? I'm going to say Akira Tozawa. Who cares? <laughs> I know I sound like a jerk, but like, who cares? It's a pay-per-view, and that's your kickoff match? Chad Gable. Chad Gable? Well. No, this is a singles match for the title. Yes, dudes could run in. Oh, by the way. No, we'll just do it afterwards. By the There's way. There's no rules here. You know, it was, I didn't even bother mentioning it. I don't even know why. Probably because it's so useless, but we just had a draft, and there's a Raw versus SmackDown match on this pay-per-view. The Otis versus Miz match is brand versus brand. I mean, we haven't had one show where somebody from one brand wasn't there on another show. And don't say SmackDown because they were all in the courtroom together. Miz and Morrison are Raw talent, and and Otis is a SmackDown talent, and literally. The whole storyline, think about this by the way, the whole storyline with Miz and Morrison and Otis is that Miz and Morrison got Otis's best friend moved to Raw and his girlfriend moved to Raw and Otis was left all by himself on SmackDown. He would not be able to see them anymore. And literally we got an inner brand match here. We had Otis on Raw on Monday, dressed up as a luchador. Which, of course, begs the question, if New Day is in tears over having to break up, why not just bring Big E to Raw in a luchador outfit? Apparently that's all right. But I guess they never thought of that. Whole well, thing they needed him
4: on the screen that one time.
3: All right, We had a couple of title changes and a lot of news coming out of the Impact pay-per-view last night. Rich Swan is the new Impact World Heavyweight Champion, beat Eric Young in the main event. Sue Young won the Impact Knockouts Championship from Diana Perazzo. The Tag Team Championships changed hands. The North are the new Impact Tag Team Champions. They won a four-way. And we also think that's it. I may be missing one there. But anyway, the big story, a couple of big stories. There were a lot of injuries. So the Kylie Ray situation, a lot of different stories coming out last night, but this is what happened, to the best of everyone's knowledge. So there was a match a couple of weeks ago, and Kylie suffered a concussion. So when she was not at the pay-per-view last night, I was told that she was injured and that she would I, – I that's what I was told, she was injured – so later it comes out that she actually was there. I guess she was good to go on Friday or Saturday or whatever. And then she just didn't show up at the pay-per-view and they didn't know where she was. They didn't know why she wasn't there. They couldn't get a hold of her. They couldn't get a hold of anybody who could get a hold of her. And so they just had to replace her and they went on the air and they just said that she had no showed. Now, Obviously, there have been situations with Kylie Ray in the past. Maybe that wasn't the right thing to do, to just say that she no-showed. I mean, you probably could come up with some storyline, say that she was beaten up in the back or, or something, and not say no-showed, but apparently she was, I don't know if she personally was located or if it was just people that know her that located her, but we were told today that uh, she's around. I don't want to say any more than that because I actually don't know anything more than that. But it was uh, it was a bad situation, and that was the story. So uh, there you go. I don't know what else to to say about it. I mean, the match a couple of weeks ago. I mean, we did get reports, I believe, on our own front page. I could be wrong about that, but you know, there were reports that that she had suffered an injury and it looked like she was concussed, and they kept doing the match. So I mean, the story was out there. But I mean, what happened in between then? And the pay-per-view, or in between Friday or Saturday in the pay-per-view, I have absolutely no idea. So that's the latest. As you were talking about that,
4: you missed R-Truth coming out there to speak with the panel, uh, getting ready for his 24-7 title match against... Uh, uh, here's the, <laughs> Jeff Drew Jarrett. Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. Jeff Jarrett, hopefully, I'm, I'm praying that they did make some sort of inside mention about the fact that Jeff Jarrett defeated... Our truth for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship at the fairgrounds many, many moons ago on a weekly pay-per-view. By the Speaking way, I, Impact, I should
3: clarify, I should clarify on the Kylie Ray story that what I was told and what I read from people that were at the show a couple of weeks ago, she appeared to be concussed. So I should not say 100% that the injury was concussion, because I actually don't know. But that was what, and she was injured in that match, and that is what people who were there said it looked like, so... Uh, that's the story and that's all i know so we wait for more also injured heath miller he was scheduled to win the call your shot gauntlet match he suffered a hernia during the match was taken to the hospital due to the stipulation that if either heath or rhino lost both would be out of impact the only option they had on the fly was to have rhino gore sammy callahan and pin him when they were the last two in the match Good news from a storyline perspective, is everything fit with the new ending? Bad news, Heath is likely going to need surgery, which would put him on the shelf temporarily. He was taken to the hospital and diagnosed, but was back at the hotel late last night. He was injured very early in the match, believed to be, well, as we noted, a groin tear. And then, I guess it was also the issue with Comcast Xfinity not airing the show in many parts of the country. Obviously, you could still get it on fight.tv, but that was another disaster. And then, apparently, there was another issue, technical issues, where you could not listen to the show with the French commentary. So, those are the updates coming out of the Impact pay-per-view. I mean, the highs and lows of pro wrestling all in one night.
4: Elias is now... Uh, ventured into the panel discussion here i have a a fear that they're going to be filling a lot of time tonight on the main show uh with with things like this where guys just float in and out maybe it's not going to be matches maybe we have
3: a cinematic backstage experience oh look at this so apparently the rules are that drew gulak versus truth for the 24-7 title no outside interference allowed Mm. that's the hook yeah, you get well. to see them actually have a match.
4: Oh, boy. So once that ends, then somebody walks outside the ring, slips on a banana peel, and
3: one of many geeks could be covering him to take the title, right? I had a lot of people note this. I talked about this last night. How can Ray Mysterio testify for Otis when he was thrown off the roof of Titan Towers before the finish of the ladder match? Exactly. Of all the people that Otis could call for a witness, He called the one guy that wasn't even, actually there were two guys I think fell off the building, but, I mean, Ray was one of them. He was thrown off the building. He did not witness Otis winning the Money in the Bank briefcase. You could have, you could have brought Mike Sempervivi to court if you were just gonna have somebody say that they saw him win the thing in a, on a replay. The idea of a witness is, you were a witness. You were right there. You saw it with your own two eyes. Ray lied under oath. JBL said it
4: look it's a it's a bunch of it's a bunch of miscreants or things that take place in the WWE as part of your employment that make you do things and maybe Ray it was just there as a character witness because we know Ray is such a good guy whereas there's all these other horrible people that keep floating around WWE. Maybe that's what it was. I'm more hung up on the fact that the defense didn't call Mandy Rose. Why would you not call Mandy Rose there to try to show all the treachery that, that Miz and Morrison, you know, put upon him?
3: person here says, do you remember last year for Hellen's? Oh, do I ever. <laughs> I think that it was like a couple of days. There were like 219,000 views of that thing on YouTube. Lost my mind the dq and hell in a cell they only had three matches going into that show and it ended up being one of the worst pay-per-views of 2019 well now we got five so maybe this will be an improvement how do you have the last pay-per-view was like four weeks ago how do you only have five matches announced for a pay-per-view the afternoon of the pay-per-view i mean that's stunning incompetence
4: how do you not advertise Daniel Bryan for anything? I mean, I just—I don't know. They're—they're they're why they decide to do a lot again, and the—the the nerve of Seth Rollins or anybody else that bags on the fans about not being able to to sit in there and stand in there and and get into long term storylines. My God, why don't you actually give them some instead of having stuff like this?
3: person here just is baffled that Otis versus Miz is happening tonight yes 2 weeks after the draft and 4 weeks before survivor series where they always tell us it is the one time every year that raw and smackdown competitors can compete together Forget about that. It's
4: just the fact that this story is still going. The fact that, I mean, it ever started in the first place, but my God, look where we're at with this thing now. I mean, my God, you know, from Dolph Ziggler now to The Miz with everybody else involved, and what a waste of John Morrison all this is.
3: Also, this person says, yes, it was Ray and Alistair that were thrown off the roof by Baron Corbin, of all people. And then the next night, they were totally fine on Raw. Yeah, the next night, they announced that they had just fallen, like, six feet onto a raised Uh platform. Which, by the way, if that's the case, why didn't they get back in the match? I bet Alistair blamed uh, Kevin Owens for that, too. Probably did. Kevin Owens wasn't. Actually, I do not know if he was in the match or not. As far as it of says, you're overthinking the Miz and Otis court segment. It's just wrestling. I'm overthinking it because I had a more logical conclusion than they paid off the judge. Like, you could actually use the Money in the Bank finish to conclude the court case and do a rematch in a more exciting match on the pay-per-view. You're upset that I did that. Well, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll I'll be more simplistic in my thinking from now on.
4: Just cause it's bad. It's bad doesn't mean, well, you shake it off by saying it's just wrestling. If you're going to do stupid skits like this, at least make them good and have some sort of good payoff at the end.
3: You know, when, when that Saturday night's actually was called the main event. When that, when that showed 33 million viewers, on NBC, thirty-three million viewers. Half of what the last debate did. Thirty-three million viewers. Think anybody was just saying, ah, eh, it's just wrestling. Yeah. No. Wrestling was hot. Wrestling was was something that thirty-three million people were willing to watch. Now it's got two million viewers and you're 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 defending this by saying, ah, it's just wrestling. Who cares?
0: Back in a moment, observer live.
5: enjoy
2: you are listening to wrestling observer live with brian alvarez and mike sempervivi on the sports byline broadcasting network
3: oh man we're back just in time to watch this pre-show match our truth and drew gulak for the 24-7 title in a match where allegedly nobody can run in how you can enforce that a DQ in a twenty four seven match, and then once the match is over, everyone can just attack and try and win the belt. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I'm thinking too much. It's just wrestling. Just say what's up. Let's okay. turn our brain off and enjoy it.
4: What's up? What's
3: up? There is there, go, let me speech. ask a question to everybody out yes. there. Because I, I don't I don't unfortunately all I do is watch pro wrestling, and when I don't, I don't watch any TV because I just hate watching TV. <laughs> but for those of you that watch other genres, I mean, is there any other genre that, like, the fans of it have to tell people to just turn their brains off to enjoy it.
4: Yes, I watch C SPAN a lot. Oh, and get I've out had of to here. do a lot of that recently. Get out of well, here. They killed Washington Journal.
3: Go ahead. Ay, 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 It's true. This person here says I seriously last night had a worse dream than anything you could ever see on Raw. I dreamt. Impact? Oh. <laughs> I thought he was talking about something for real here. He's actually actually had a he actually had going. a dream. <laughs> well, I saw the name Ken Shamrock. I think he was going to talk about how The Rock
4: that, The UFC Rock Ironica? did a,
3: a promo for for Ken Shamrock going into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. And like the entire promo is available on the internet, but someone told me that they clipped it to put it on the actual pay-per-view. That can't be true. <laughs> no, come on. Somebody held me out here. Now, I did <laughs> notice that when The Rock endorsed Joe Biden He was outside in the trees in this preposterously tight shirt. (laughs) And you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Is when I saw him in that shirt, I didn't think he was ever going to be able to get it off. (laughs) And I was right because when he did Ken Shamrock's Hall of Fame speech, he was in the same shirt. I have not seen The Rock in another shirt since he put that shirt on to endorse Joe Biden. I I think he's stuck. I think he can't get out of it.
4: I don't know. If you look like that in that shirt, wouldn't you put it on every day? No,
3: Mike. He's rich. He could have the same shirt in red, in Um, black, in gray, in green. Must I go on? But he's in the same shirt because he's stuck.
4: Etch glass with
3: those nipples. My God. Oh, my God. This person says, I'm calling my shot right now. Miz wins the Money in the Bank briefcase, cashes in and succeeds against Drew McIntyre, and then loses the title to Otis at Mania or Survivor Series. No, stop it. Oh, No, thank you. God help me. God help me if this happens. They're really overdoing these gimmicks, this person says. I remember when Hell in a Cell was a special match to blow off a long feud. Bro, are you that old? Man, oh, man. I'll be getting so scaredy soon enough as well, buddy. Maybe we can sit on the on the deck together, reminisce about the old days. Compare AARP discounts. If you want to send us a text, everybody, and boy, have we been getting some good ones today 425-780-7566. Brian? Yes.
4: Oh my God! Drew Gulak is pantomiming with the. It's not the Invisible Man. That's a different promotion, but Little Jimmy it must be. And I believe he has kicked Little Jimmy. Is that invisible child abuse? So so Drew Gulak like
3: just it. kicked an invisible little person, and that yes. made Truth so angry that now he's attacking him? Yes. Okay. That's what you're missing on the show, everybody. But fear mm. not, five other big matches this afternoon. On the show that last year they gave you a disqualification in a Hell in a Cell match. The Big Hammer. Pardon me if I'm not... Overflowing with exuberance for this show. But you know what, everybody? You know what I am overflowing with exuberance about? A couple okay. of things. Number one, Jim Valley's appearance, mm-hmm. which is up free right now at WrestlingObserver.com. Absolutely positively free. There's no ads. There's nothing. Just go listen to Jim for the love of God. And then what will cost you a pretty penny after the show tonight, shortly afterwards, follow me at Brian Alvarez for the exact time. Myself and Vinny are doing a live post-show, talking all of the matches. Can you imagine if we would have done this last year, after that Hell in a Cell pay-per-view? Well, tonight we're going to be live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash f 4 video. You have to be a subscriber to our Twitch channel. but There's a lot of ways to do it, including free with your Amazon Prime account. I'll give you the exact time. Vinny and I will review the show in-depth, talk about all of the matches... We'll talk to you folks on Twitch during the show as well, somehow, maybe, I don't know. But it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be live, beautiful HD, twitch.tv slash F4W video, and the audio will be up shortly thereafter for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com as well.
4: You know, back when we were younger, they had the old you know, expression on NBC, if you haven't seen it, it's new to you for the reruns. and. I'm sure Vinny didn't watch that that show last year, did he? I mean,
3: it could be it could be new entertainment for everybody. What do you mean Watching- Vinny didn't watch it last year? Did he watch it last what year? What are you talking about? We reviewed the show together on the Brian and Vinny show. That's when I lost my mind because Vinny pointed out that a small mallet was okay, or a large mallet is okay, but a small mallet's an EQ. Ah, thank you for bringing this all back into my mind again. Thank you. We don't miss pay per views. You kidding me? I'd fire him. <laughs> Person says, how has there been no talk of the New Japan All Japan show? I'm excited. What is this?
4: The New Japan All Japan show?
3: Yeah. You don't (laughs) know either?
4: No, apparently not. Look it
3: up. That's probably why there's been no talk, because neither myself or Mike know what's going on.
4: The New Japan shows this weekend were pretty good. I, I know that. Adam Summers was hyping those up. We're going to be probably talking about that later on this week on the Adam and Mike Big Audio Nightmare. And Speaking of all Japan, too, uh if a lot of people, I guess people were split on the uh, Champions Carnival final uh with, with Zeus and Miyahara. But that's another one that Adam puts in his uh, suggest-you-watch pile if everybody's not still
3: too backed up from watching the G1 shows. All right, this person here says, This is the actual words of Michael Cole during the Lars Sullivan squash match. He's a one-man wrecking crew. He possesses horrific anger and rage. The shortest of fuses, a propensity for destruction. We're about to enter Lars Sullivan territory. Uh, then Shorty really? G quit, and Michael Cole said, quote, well, nonetheless, and moved yeah. on. Yes. Great.
4: And we're going to a Lars Sullivan match tonight, aren't we? Three weeks, everybody.
3: mm Kenny Omega was a thousand percent heel the other night. Yes, he was. I yes. don't know how anyone could argue this, but some have. Not in, maybe in kayfabe, but and uh, what was Simp referring to as reverse sear?
4: I think that was from when we were talking, talking about, about steaks. steaks, the the Pittsburghing of the steak that some people you do. Reverse sear, they char the outside and then they leave the inside. Basically, raw blue, like Chris Jericho and MJF were
3: talking about. Now, why you would do that? Now the bigger question, Mike, is why is it called a reverse sear? Because that's searing, right? I have no idea. That's what it's like. Char the outside and the inside. I actually have a very nice grill. Mm -hmm. It's not like a Foreman grill. It's a higher end foreman grill. But you can you you can set it so that for the first minute it'll cook at four fifty and then after one minute it drops to four twenty five. People are thinking, wow, that's great technology, Brian. That's been around for a hundred years. Well, it's new to me. And as Mike well, noted, if it's new to you, it's new.
4: Yeah. Well, why don't you have a grill outside, like a charcoal grill? Best
3: kind. Bro, it's 32 degrees out right now. You think I'm out there cooking my steak in, at 32 degrees? Your friend Craig is. Craig, he's an idiot. He's I not cook, an idiot. I cook inside a house where it's warm. I eat inside the house where it's warm. I'm not a caveman. It's 2020. Are hey, you to build a fire next? Yeah, I got a fire pit out there. I throw some kindling on there. I cook my steak. I I bundle up in a a coat made out of... of, By the way, there's people running in right now. I thought no one was allowed to run in. Drew Gulak's very upset. He's at the desk. Yeah, he's realizing he re-signed.
4: (laughs) Did he just quit, too?
3: He may have. Oh, Charlie, like, giving him the good look,
4: checking him out there, walking away. I don't think that's the good
3: look. That's That's how she always looks.
4: Everybody else is just staring off into space here. What the hell is going on?
3: Can we talk about NXT today? It was a really good show this week. Well, we talk about NXT all the time, but yes, it was a it was a pretty good show. I mean, the wrestling is good. I like the Pat McAfee deal. I mean, I will say one thing. I mean, promising an Undisputed Era Tag Team Championship match and then getting rid of them and putting Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch in, that did 550,000 viewers for the main event championship match. So that sort of thing don't seem to fly with those NXT viewers. I could tell you I that. I
4: don't know. They're going to I don't know what they can do to try to break AEW's lock on their hardcore viewers. You know, I know there's some people that filter back and forth between both shows, but AEW's got such a good claw hold on their fan base right now that they're just hey, I mean, <laughs> look why that good show from NXT in a lot of ways didn't get any attention because of the song and dance routine from MJF and Jericho on Wednesday night. So yeah, they they the show both shows had some things that ended up ultimately getting overshadowed by that segment, but you know, if that's why you didn't hear about NXT this week, I mean, unfortunately that's the way the cookie crumbles. It just Dynamite dominated.
3: Man, look at this right here. This guy just sent me a picture. He's watching the show live and he is in fact barbecuing steak outside in the snow in Wisconsin. Good man. Caveman. Good man. Hardy man. Caveman. You should
4: aspire to be.
3: Alright, so we got, uh, we got, uh, Mustafa Ali doing a promo right here. Oh boy. And I didn't think about this before, but I, c- I can actually put it on, uh, closed captioning. Let's see what he's saying. He's talking about the past few months he's been watching these superstars plot against each other. This might have been actually the one that they aired on Raw Monday, but they did just show, uh, footage of the fiend when he laid out T-bar. So, I actually would not be surprised if we saw the Fiend versus T-Bar tonight on the show. Have you ever cooked your own Wagyu? Yes, I have. In fact. Mm, did you screw it up? No, it was awesome. You, you cut it into strips. And what I did was I, I, I got some of that Kerrygold garlic butter. I put it in the bottom of the pan. Oh, that stuff's great. And then you, you, uh, cook one side for one minute. You cook the other side for one minute. Then you put it on its side. You gotta cut them in one inch strips. And then you put on its side for thirty seconds, the other side for thirty seconds, and my God, it was the best steak I ever ate. So yes,
4: what is it with the uh, the the Irish uh, grass-fed cows there make the good butter? Gary Gold is fantastic.
3: Us person wants to know about the grill. Well, yeah, you really need to get a grill. What do you do in the summertime? Dude, it says, just because you know that Omega is turning heel doesn't mean he was acting heel on Wednesday last week. It's called coincidence. Watch it again. Dude, I watched it. Oh, come on. I mean, he was the smarmiest. I mean, dude, do you guys remember the ring introduction that he did? Do you remember when David Starr used to do that because he was the top heel? You're rattling off all of your your 8,000 different things.
4: Chris Jericho, remember when he was going through things and he would go through the phases and faces and he would cry and all that. That's exactly what this is. It's
3: just that cocky centered. smile yeah. when he hit the one winged angel, the sarcastic raise like Sonny Kiss really wanted his hand raised after being humiliated like that. I mean, come oh, yeah.
4: on. Good job, buddy. Good job. Slap his chest and everything. Oh, good job. Only another down.
3: heel could see that and think that this guy was a baby face. Hmm. Back in a moment, it was a life.
1: Come, my lady, come, come, my lady, come, my lady, come, my lady, come, come, my
5: lady, mother, my sugar, baby, that's a sexy, sexy, pretty little thing. This paper pitch you got me sprung with your tongue ring, and I ain't gonna lie, cause you're loving it, me high. so to keep you
1: by my side. There's nothing that I won't try, but a flash in the eyes and a look to kill.
2: Hey, travelers. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: All right, I got a couple updates here. First off, it is 100% true, this person says. They did not air The Rock's full video on the pay-per-view last night. Wow. Hmm. Maybe that was a call by The Rock. Maybe it's like, I'll do it. You can put it on the internet, but don't put the whole thing on the pay-per-view. I, don't, I have no idea. No. I mean, it makes no sense not to. Time issues. And also, this person says, Ali just challenged one member of Retribution versus one member of the Hurt Business tonight. This is going to be the new eight month feud. (laughs) So get ready for that, everybody. So him and Cedric, probably then. First says, I'm so happy you've learned of the modern convenience of closed captioning and gorillas. Can't wait till you find out about electricity. Oh, come on. What's the update on New Japan and All Japan? They're
4: having the Giant Baba Show is going to be taking place on February 4th. They've done this in the past. They did it a couple of years ago for the uh, celebration of the anniversary, uh, 20th anniversary of Baba's death. So they're doing another joint show, uh, basically under the guise of Giant Baba. And I'm sure
3: they're going to honor someone the same way they did Abdul the Butcher last time around. All right. So this person knows a reverse sear is when you cook the steak to the perfect temperature and then sear it. What? Normally you would sear it and then cook it to the proper temperature.
4: I just I know, go why. with the look. Uh man, get a cast iron skillet, everybody. Just, just, just warm it up. Don't, actually, don't bit, do that. No, don't just warm it up. Just go old uh, school with it. Look, it's not that hard. Salt I got a pepper. cast iron
3: skillet I threw in the dishwasher. Oh, why? Hey, come on. Made a big mistake. Hey, listen, everybody. We're out of time, but Hell in a Cell is about to kick off. Myself and video are going to be up immediately after the show. Twitch.tv slash F4W video. Recapping all of them in beautiful HD only for subscribers. And, of course, we are here Monday through Friday, New Pacific, 3 Eastern. Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Go to WrestlingObserver.com for more, including our free and fun interview with Jim Valley on the road to recovery. I want to thank you all for listening here today. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.